You're listening to the CryptoCast podcast. Welcome to the Crypto and Blockchain Talk. Hello. Hey. Hello. 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 Namaste. Hello. Salve. Ciao. Bonjour. Our podcast talks about the latest trends in the worlds of cryptocurrencies and the blockchain. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Crypto and Blockchain Talk. Now, there's a very sexy topic that's out there, and many people have questions about it. We have already done one podcast about what is a smart contract. And, of course, there is a smart contract, which is very well known out there, which is known as the ERC-20, which is run off Ethereum's blockchain. Well, it so happens that there are other blockchains who are also running smart contracts. And here today to explain the virtues and values is andit, andit.lv is their URL. And now I would like to introduce you to the CEO and the CTO. The CEO is Ingus Stoltmanis. Hello, Ingus. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Hello. And also Anders Ignaz. Hello, Anders. Hi, Aviva. Hello. Okay, so guys, before we start getting into the topic at hand, I first want you to tell the audience about yourselves, how you got into the blockchain industry and the technology in itself, and about your company, please. Yeah, I will start. Um, so um, I'm in IT sector already for more than 20 years. I've been working for different uh, large-scale, uh, large corporations also around the globe. So for the last, uh, actually, I met Anders working in Finland uh, about less than 10 years ago. Uh, we were working together, me as a project manager, he as a technical project manager. We were uh, working with uh, yeah, a large uh, scale data transaction project. Um, and uh, around uh, three years ago, a journey in uh, blockchain started for our company. And uh, we were exploring and still are exploring because this is uh, quite new for, for a lot of uh, developers and, 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 and for the people. So, uh, yeah, this is a more, little bit more than three years. We already hands on doing the things, uh, running different projects, doing different projects. Uh, yeah, shortly about me, Anders. That's, well, that's fantastic. Ten-year relationship. Anders, you're still talking to him. That's fantastic news. It shows that you guys really have synergy. So, Anders, tell us about you. The current situation is that blockchain is uh, where where my life is, and uh, I feel about a bit uh, as a pioneer here uh, in blockchain technology. But yes, uh, this is our uh, common value with Ingus that we like to try new things, and we really like educated risks. What I would say, and we are pretty different. Um, uh, in many in in many ways, but this is why we work together, and this is why we created actually the the separate company from Finland, where we met each other and decided to to, uh, to try new new areas of technology. Well, you know, you are the CTO, which makes you the chief nerd. And so how, what age did you start working in terms of being a developer and what, what kinds of things led you down the path to blockchain technology? Yeah, actually my mom was uh -huh. computer specialist. Uh, it was like 
I don't know, maybe uh, 25 or even 30 years ago when my mom started to work with Russian computers, Iskra. And uh, yes, that was green monitors and uh, big hard disks, which was like 20 megabytes, <laughs> which was like 10 kilograms of weight. So th that was my first uh, memories from, from the past. Yes, and then uh, I, I played games, of course, and made some competition trying to to program some uh, password stealers for, for my high school and doing some also legal projects like uh, compete in, in some uh, competitions of programming, then, then making some uh, posters and making some music with my father and etc. So wow. I Pretty geeky in, in, in <laughs> I make a joke at many companies when they their cards say CTO, I change it to CGO. But you know that you've just proven a point as well, which is behind every great man is an even greater woman. So I hope for Mother's Day you get your mother almost a tree every single time, and you take her out for the most luxurious dinner you can afford. So um, thank you, Mama. So um, what I more than once a year, yes. <laughs> so. Um, you're also, uh, and not just the company, but you yourselves are a little bit famous because you've just received an award for a piece of technology that you developed. And uh, I know for Ingus, it's a big deal on one front, which has to do with hackathons and um, education. And uh, for yourself, it's a big deal because of the technology behind it. So can you explain the award that you picked up in Amsterdam. Yeah, uh, we we did uh, e-signature prototyping. Uh, this is where identity is connected with uh, digital content, uh, which you can upload. It is document, uh, pictures, videos, audios, and this is connected to your uh, yeah identity and put some timestamp on. And uh, if any troubles come in the near future, then you can prove that you did this. So the slogan of this prototype is, I made this. Right. So, yes, we, we put it on uh, Neo blockchain. And uh, there are some, uh, some, uh, some parts which is not really developed till the end. But uh, we openly show that. And this is the way how we try to push all the community forward. You know, uh, this was uh, an award which was given to you by the company itself, which is based in China. Um, and, it, you know, it doesn't, I don't think in terms of technology, anybody really cares about where um, a blockchain's technology originates. Uh, would you agree with that? Uh, we uh, yeah regarding this uh, China guys we can send you a lot of selfies we made Anders made. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm re it's it's pretty amazing because you built this uh, what you won this award for in two days during a hackathon. Can you explain about this process and also the future of your hackathons? Yeah, the, actually uh, here in Android Solutions we value people so we work with people and um, yeah we don't have like thousands of thousands of people here and therefore we we try to motivate uh, 
uh, whole company with some challenges. And uh, one, of, one of the ways are hackathons. We, this is usually Friday's night when we bring pizzas and drinks here. And uh, then we just brainstorm on different ideas. Uh, we try to try to brainstorm more on crazy ideas to challenge ourselves. And uh, then in our company works like uh, one guy who I was on the stage in Amsterdam, Edwards. He proposed that we could challenge uh, challenge ourselves more public, publicly mm. to come with uh, with with whole world uh, to, to yeah to, to do to do competition in blockchain and uh, he proposed that we should try our our knowledge here so uh, we chose the the competition and the 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 scope was pretty broad and uh, we chose this this e signature was one of the uh, 30 uh, ideas we brainstormed here Actually, some of them was like fridge to fridge talk, or this is what I re re just remembered. But yeah, that yeah. Actually, we spent two days. We uh, when we were in Amsterdam, we talked about that, and uh, we also talked with with Edwards. What could we done in in a month? Jeez. Well. Let's just reiterate this for the listening audience. You built an award-winning solution for a global company in two days, which normally would have taken anybody a month. And if you can do that in two days, I can see why you're so innovative. I cannot imagine what you guys would build in a month. <laughs> so uh, let's go over now to basically the, the topic at hand, which is about the sexy world of smart contracts, which I know turns you guys on as much as it turns us on. So in the first instance, um, can you just very, uh, very quickly explain for the audience, even though we've done a podcast about this before and people can listen to that. Can you explain about what a smart contract is? Okay, to put in a very simple way for the, uh, the for listeners. People, listeners, it's like a, a bench of code where you put your agreement like with a project, uh, project and investors or put the e uh, contract conditions in and uh, different algorithms in. So this is this is like an agreement we used to uh, make on a paper or doing during paying a lot of fees for agreements in the banks. But uh, the smart contract is electronic. This is a virtual one. So this is a kind of yeah. This is a code where you code all the conditions in, and then if some triggers happen, like uh, um, I have agreed Anders to pay 100 euros after one day happening that and that, and when this happens, this money transfer goes uh, automatically. This is very very simple uh, uh, simple um, example, but basically this is a coded, uh, not changeable, uh, very trustable and safe uh, way of uh, doing uh, things uh, and agreeing on something. So this is very short. Yeah, the, the the keywords for smart contracts uh, as well is no third parties involved. Uh, you don't have to put a lawyer in between, so everything is uh, self-executing. 
based on uh, conditions like rules, penalties, or, or expire dates. Uh, it also, the other keyword is reduced fees. Uh, you don't have to pay a lawyer fees or, or transaction fees. Uh, it is less, yes, it is reduced. And it, of course, uh, it increased security compared to tradi tra uh, traditional uh, contracts. Wonderful. So that is a great explanation, which then brings us on to the traditional uh, way of contracting was done on paper. And of course, that is not so smart as compared to today's smart contracts, which are based on the blockchain. And, the, and blockchain uh, smart contracts are normally people who have some ideas about uh, how smart contracts, where they're actually uh, created and or living. People who do know this much have heard about the ERC-20 contract, which is based off of the Ethereum blockchain. Now, you are proponents of, uh, even though you can do smart contracts on more than uh, the NEO blockchain, uh, you can do Ethereum ones too, you can do the ERC-20, but you are proponents of the NEO smart contract. So in the first instance, can you tell us why people would use an ERC-20 contract? And then can you tell us why people also would want to use a NEO smart contract? What is What are the benefits of using NEO over Ethereum? And what's the difference between the two? Yeah, I think the popularity came uh, to Ethereum because they were first. This is first of all. Uh, people uh, get to know uh, the smart contract concept uh, through Ethereum uh, and uh, this programming language uh, Solidity came up uh, of course as, as new concept arise it is normal to, to learn new language so the paradigm was pretty new and, and because of the mining as well uh, because of the Ethereum is mineable uh, it also gained much popularity because of uh, Ethereum circulation between miners and uh, miners and exchange guys. So this is this is this is why Ethereum came up. Uh, of course, uh, there are some uh, some cons because of scalability, and uh, what we saw last year, end of the last year, it really struggled with the performance. And uh, as, uh, other thing which big companies uh, don't like in Ethereum is, is the noise. Uh, because you can really cheaply uh, put new contracts on and it makes really noisy environment. And many contracts and many test contracts and many scam contracts are on Ethereum. Compared to NEO, where one, one smart contract to be uploaded, you have to pay around $15,000, uh, uh, which scammers don't really are eager to try. So it makes more cleaner environment. Uh, NEO compared to Ethereum is not uh, mineable. They have a finite supply, which makes uh, very um, likable to governments and because of predictability.
Of course. So just to make this very clear, um, so NEO is not mineable as where Ethereum is. And uh, NEO's smart contract costs approximately 15,000 US dollars. So how much is an Ethereum contract? Smart it's based, contract. On, based on exchange, but average it is uh, five to 10 dollars. Uh, so it's not much really. No. And we have now already uh, 500,000, yeah, smart contracts published. So it's uh, also quite a big number and that's, uh, yeah, that's a lot so far. So in terms of token creation uh, on the using ERC-20 versus NEO, how does that work? The creation process is pretty similar. Of course, there is one distinguishable thing that uh, you can clone uh, NEO blockchain to private blockchain, which is already desi designed in the blockchain itself where you can uh, publish your uh, smart contracts to test them properly uh, in test environment or simulating real real life. And yeah, this is this is one w where we are focusing on. Very good. So in terms of the code that each one of these blockchains are written on, could you delve into that a bit? Yeah, uh, Solidity is for, for Ethereum. Uh, is a pretty new language, uh, many updates, many changes, uh, you have to keep up with that. And also new programmers have to get their learning curve uh, adjusted again. And uh, But for Neo, it is uh, C-sharp, Python, Java, uh, their framework uh, around that. So uh, no new language. Uh, like Microsoft programmers with .NET and uh, which have C Sharp in, in in their base, and Java programmers can already jump in creating uh, smart contracts for Neo, and this is actually the, the very surprising idea how how Chinese guys made that. Mm. So, in terms of transaction speeds, how do these two platforms compare? Yeah, there are uh, two ways to measure that. It is uh, theoretical uh, speeds, and there is uh, there is also uh, real real life speeds. So uh, real life uh, speeds for uh, Ethereum is around uh, fifteen transactions per second, and uh, maximum theoretical it is thirty. A transaction per second for Neo, real life is around a thousand uh, transactions per second. Of course, it really depends on how how network is configured, how nodes are close, and uh, what's lat latency. But um, maximum uh, like theoretical speed is around uh, ten thousand transactions per second. It really distinguishes, and you can uh, you can really uh, tinker with this speed. Uh, if you clone and make your private chain, so you can really shift this uh, blockchain into the more uh, more aggressive technology, like re even replacing maybe some databases in your application. Right. Okay. So, out of interest, then um, they do call apparently. I just read this. Neo, the Chinese Ethereum. 
Well, as we all know, for anyone who's using Ethereum for transactions, they have to, of course, use gas. Uh, so could you, for the audience, please, in a concise manner, explain what gas is and how this would work with NEO? Yes. Uh, paying, like, uh, yeah. For example, uh, Bitcoins and Litecoins, when you're tra uh, making transactions, you pay fees with the same currency. For, for Litecoin, it is Litecoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. For Ethereum and NEO, they use, yes, these gas principles where, where it is like fuel of the blockchain. Uh, for Ethereum, uh, it is pretty much straightforward that all, all transactions are like G-Ways, uh, which is gas. But for NEO, there is like two separate, uh, separate currencies. It is NEO itself, it is NEO coin, and then there is a gas coin. Uh, so the name of the coin is actually called GAS, G-A-S. Yes, and it is separately uh, s separate, and you can see it in exchanges as well. Yes, and uh, you can, uh, yes, NEO is like, like share of the network, and the GAS is like operating fuel of the network. So everything you do with smart contracts, transactions, invoking, uh, Etc. You uh, it you pay fees with with gas, and actually there is also one one benefit. If you have Neo coins in your wallet, they uh, the blockchain pays you like uh, dividends with the gas. Excellent. So it's actually got quite a benefit to using the the gas token. You are actually becoming a, you're actually making money. Yes, it is currently uh, what we heard in Amsterdam that is connected with uh, governing and voting and uh, keeping uh, NEO blockchain clean and, uh, and sustainable. And uh, future plans are that gas, gas dividends will receive only those guys who acti actively are participating in governing and voting uh, in the uh, NEO blockchain. Well, that is going to make a stronger community, especially if people have to be involved in order to receive these dividends. So that's a, that's a nice little benefit. So what other benefits are there to using the smart contracts on the NEO platform versus Ethereum? Uh, of course, it is uh, transaction speeds. Uh, this is one thing. Uh, other thing is this multi-chain concept where you can... Uh, keep the main idea or main smart contract in, in public blockchain and then create a separate uh, more private blockchains uh, where you can also put uh, smart contracts on and then the the best part comes in this neo x concept where this is like interface between public and private chains and there comes very many uh, advance advancements in the, in the market. This is this is what where we focus on as well. Other thing is is digital identity in the blockchain. So they are already creating this uh, blockchain 
to have digital identity in the future. So this is this is also one part. Government and regularity compliant. Uh, so uh, the, the the Neo blockchain project uh, it, it it really uh, utilized blockchain technology and digital identity to digitize assets uh, to automate management of digital assets using smart contracts. Yeah, and uh, they are really focusing on this smart economy. Rather, uh, Ethereum is more generally developing for for decentralized applications. So, yeah, these are just a few why we chose Neo instead of Ethereum. So, it, we can see that Neo is a very hot contender. In other words, competition, heavy competition to the ERC twenty in terms of a smart contract solution. Do you see any other smart contract solutions in the horizon which are just as robust and or a, a good competition for the ERC-20? Honestly, short answer is no. Uh, of course, uh, because we are very focused on NEO, we don't really are uh, spending much time to see what's, uh, what, uh, what competition are doing. But uh, because of how how community is growing and how many uh, components and philosophies are coming into the blockchain uh, of Neo, uh, we are pretty sure that it will stay in this uh, in this level. Yeah, but uh, as you know yourself, the blockchain itself is growing very fast. And sure, at, the, at this today, uh, this point today, we say, okay, no, we don't see. But maybe after one week or two weeks, something new arises and something come up. So, of course, I mean, it, you're, and you're very correct. This is moving at an incredible pace, and all for the better because there's companies such as yours who are constantly developing new solutions uh, to make it all a better world. So, yeah, who knows, who knows, maybe after two or three, okay, maybe not two weeks, but uh, some months, some Latvian blockchain new platform will come up from NIT Solutions. I was about to say, <laughs> is that a big fat hint that there's about to be the and it's blockchain platform with AND20 smart contract? Okay, well, we, will, we will ask you to help us to brand that. So, Sounds uh, good. I'm all for and, it. And, and chain. Wonderful. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm already in. Where do I sign up? So are there any additional comments that you can add to all the information you already gave on uh, the ERC versus the NEO contract? And can you just make it very clear for everybody what the real differences are in, in, a, in conclusion and why you really love Neo smart contracts. Yeah, in conclusion, uh, it is very wide uh, usability for Neo. The aim for Neo blockchain is smart economy, and uh, also we are connected with the projects which is uh, connected with with corporations, with governments, and uh, because of not mineable and not forkable blockchain, they are very interested interested in, in, in that area. Of course, we are uh, we like NEO because of C-sharp uh, behind that, mm. in smart contracts and transaction speeds as well. So we are also uh, prototyping blockchain 
in, uh, in uh, trying to replace databases even. So we are we will see how it ends up, but we have we are pretty close to some prototypes as well. So uh, yeah, what else? Uh, digital uh, digital identity. This is also this is also what we like about uh, and and we are waiting for near near future to see many projects which uh, which are connecting to this one uh, digital identity uh, source which i hope will be neo wonderful so and just to be clear the safety and security around the neo blockchain the the entire platform it's very robust correct yeah, I think the, the the all the principles are similar to all block, bl blockchain itself. But uh, what really theoretical guys uh, from quantum computing says that uh, Ethereum can be hacked uh, through quantum, but uh, Neo cannot be. We we haven't bought uh, really quantum computers yet in Andy Solutions. <laughs> we haven't tried, so we just depend on. Uh, on what theoretical guys and scientists says about that. Oh, very good. Well, maybe if you could for also the audience, remembering that we do have many people who listen to our podcast who are brand new to this in, entire world of crypto and blockchain. If you could just give a quick explanation on what uh, quantum proof is. The main idea is uh, <clears throat> if, if one computer, uh, like regular computer, can, can go through all the passwords, and just try one by one, then a quantum computer can try all the passwords in one moment. So this is the, the main idea regarding just security-wise. Uh, yeah, there are many, uh, many other things, but this is the main idea how quantum computers are brought to public. Um, yes, and this is how, how, why many people are afraid but really, there are many to learn and many to study and many, many things to prototype. But it's still a long way to go. Uh, I wouldn't say it's ages, but still it's a couple of years then the real, uh, real quantum computers will be out. And, uh, and we, are to, we talk, we heard, we, heard we, we follow the news, we follow the announcements, we follow the scientists. They are saying, yes, we have already this technology in place, we are ready. And we launch it, we have it, but still, it's 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 some time needed. So yeah, that's 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 our future progress in technological world. Oh, that's fantastic. So one last thing, which is there are, as you know, we just said, many new people who are new to these worlds of crypto and blockchain who listen to this podcast. But there's also people who are very familiar with everything that we're talking about. Um, you, one of the things that you have been explaining is that you do hackathons. And so are your hackathons going to open up, uh, eventually for people who are not in, um, in your own company? And are you going to be opening this up? So it's outside of even Latvia. Uh, yeah, so uh, we see that this works for ourselves and uh, works very well. And uh, yeah, we are thinking to open these uh, hackathon meetings also publicly, uh, public for inviting uh, interests and real hands-on uh, experience, not so experienced guys to come uh, for the for the coming future for our office. Uh, 
and uh, Anders is preparing uh, different tasks and uh, yeah that's that's what's going to happen so but outside of Latvia we'll see so so far we have done this internally and the next step is just open for public and uh, then if it will work then yeah why not to go public uh, outside the Baltics let's say but yeah we like uh, this uh, what you are currently doing the podcasts why not make a hackathon podcast as well <laughs> I tell you what, you tell us when to be there, we will broadcast live for 48 hours. <laughs> I want to thank you both so much for joining us. Um, it is an absolute pleasure to speak to both of you and actually hear what's going on straight from your brains and onto the, our podcasts. Uh, thank you, Anders. Thank you, Ingus, for joining us. And for everybody who is listening to this podcast, I would invite you all to also see the link that is included below within the description of this podcast, where we have included the link to where Anders is presenting the e-signature solution that they actually created during their 48-hour hackathon. Um, and we invite you to click on it and watch it at your leisure. But again, I would like to thank And IT for joining us in our studios and for explaining again the world of smart contracts and the ERC20 versus the Neo smart contract. And I would like to thank everyone for listening. And I hope that you join us again next week for another exciting edition of Crypto and Blockchain Talk. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the CryptoCast podcast. Tune in for more episodes.